everybody and welcome back to Spill the Ginger Tea with your host, Achitra. Now today we'll be talking about the girl who helped girls' rights and education in Pakistan. You know who it is? For the people who guessed Malala Yusha's spy, you are correct. And we have a special guest joining us to talk about Malala's life. Let's welcome Pratika. Hello, Achitra. Hello, Pratika. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. So let's start off easy with Malala's family and where she was born. Okay, so Malala has a father who is an educator and activist, a mother, and two younger brothers that are still alive to this day. Malala was born on July 12, 1997 in India, Mangora. That's great. Did she have any interest in hobbies when she was younger? Did she like to cook or play sports? Actually, Malala's hobbies are reading, writing, and all things educational. She also loved to fight with her brother, as every sibling is, to be honest. Before Malala was famous, she was just like any other young girl that loved school and Harry Potter. Oh, that's nice. I also like Harry Potter. Okay, let's move on to the next question, and that is where it all began. What was her early life and influence? Malala lived in a poor village, but Malala's father ran a school for girls where Malala attended until the Taliban took over, or you can say that her area began to change as the Taliban tried to take control. Then in 2009, when Malala was 11, she began blogging for the BBC about her life living under the Taliban threat and them denying girls education. When the Taliban took over and started closing schools, bombing schools, and injuring teachers and students, this was all to stop girls from going to school. She used the name Gul McCoy to hide her identity as she was revealed to be the BBC blogger in December of that year. Wow, that's very surprising, especially in the age of 11. She started blogging for BBC. I know, that shocked me too. Anyways, she defied the Taliban as a young girl in Pakistan and demanded that girls should be allowed to receive education and during October 9, 2012, 15-year-old Malala was going home with her two other friends in a bus, and a Taliban came in with a gun in his hand. He demanded who was Malala and shot her on the left side of her head and her friends, too. That's really sad. What happened next? Well, Richicha, she was immediately sent to the hospital, and people and kids prayed, hoping she was all right. Ten days, la- ten days later, Malala woke up in Queen Elizabeth's Hospital in England. She was released from the hospital on February 8, 2013, and continued to s- continued school in England. After that day, she lived in England. We are very thankful that she is alive. And do you know if there was any challenges she had to go through when she was in England? Actually, as a matter of fact, yes, I do know one. While she was in England, she wanted to go back home. She was struggling being away from her home, and she missed her school friends. Oh, that's sad. I know how it feels when you're miles away from your friend. Yes, very sad. But being after Shaw in the head, Malala didn't stop her passion for girls' rights for education. Do you know any other challenges Malala was going through? Yes. In Pakistan, Malala couldn't walk around town with, um, without a male relative. Malala hated this. She wanted to be independent and be able to walk by herself. The last challenge Malala hated was a Taliban taking over her place and not letting girls go to school. That seemed unfair. But what happened after Malala and her studies? A lot of things happened, like Malala going to places, giving speeches about girls' rights and education. Her first speech was in July 12, 2013, in the United Nations, giving a formal public speech. She learned a lot from famous peoples and lessons they told. She said, this is a compassion that I have learned from Mahatma, the prophet of mercy, Jesus Christ, and Lord Buddha. This is a legacy of change that I have inherited from Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, and Mahat Ali Jinnah. This is a philosophy of nonviolence that I have learned from Gandhi G, Bacha Khan, and Mother Teresa. And this is a forgiveness that I have learned from my mother and father. I really like how she said this in the United Nations, and I think we, that that had a very powerful meaning to it. The most famous one was in 2014 when Malala coming to We Day talking about her past and dream. 
Oh, yes, we've all heard about her a wee day. Her speeches are amazing. And yes, she learned a lot from famous people like Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, and more. What else did she do, or did she create anything of her own? Malala had written six books about herself. She created three I Am Malala books, Malala's Magic Pencil, We Are Displayed, and Malala, My Story of Standing Up for Girls' Rights. Her books are very nice, and she's very creative. Yes, I really like her creativity and passion. What I really like about Malala is that her books is that she sold more than 207,000 books, and she donated more than $1 million for a charitable efforts mostly on education projects worldwide. Wow, she donated for education projects worldwide. That's very, very sweet of her to do. That. Let's move on to the next question. What was her personality traits and evidence? Malala had a lot of personality traits, but I think the most personality traits she has is perseverance and dedication. Perseverance because, I, because she is still fighting for girls' educations after her, after her getting shot. Dedication because she is still continuing to gain rights. Even though Malala was never given the chance to have full education because she was a woman in Pakistan, and she still continues to get girls' rights. Malala received over 40 awards in honor for her bravery and activism. She's really a compassionate and caring person. Yes, she really is caring and compassionate, especially what she did with her $1 million, giving it to charitable efforts. Okay, folks, folks let's take a short break and we'll be right back. My eyes, it's too bright. But wait, I can see so well. I can see it anywhere, anytime. When I take photos, I don't bother with anything because this does it all for me. Guys, hey Google, take a photo in wide angle. I want to capture it all. What are you? My curiosity always gets the best of me. Lights off. I want to take some pictures. For epic pictures, even in the dark. Awesome. Hey, Google. Turn music on. Wait. I don't even know where my phone is. Sometimes, I just don't want to move a muscle. This sound is unbelievable. Want to hear it, too? I want us to enjoy it together. This is my pick. G7. Thank you. Welcome back to Spill the Ginger Tea with Ruchitra and Pratika. Today we are sponsored by LG. Now what were we talking about, Malala, right? Yes, the girl who never gave up in her dreams and always contributed to society. Speaking of dreams and contributed to society, what was her contribution to society anyway? That's a good question, Ruchitra. Malala wants girls to have education and I think she is 100% correct. After the Taliban took over schools and bombing it, Malala blogs for the BBC about her life under Taliban rules, so she knew what to do. Also, after Malala's incident, she returns to school and provides grants for the education for girls. Some special awards she got is that she wins United Nations Human Peace Prize that is given every five years, and she is awarded Pakistan's first National Peace Prize. Finally, in August 17, 2017, Malala has been accepted to study at University of Oxford, you know? Wow, really? I never knew that. That's amazing. And Oxford's hard to get in. I know, right? That also surprised me. Okay, what other interesting facts do you know about Malala? Everyone knows that she was the youngest person to receive the Nobel Peace Prize in the age of 17, right? But she was awarded the Nobel along with Indian children's right activist Kailash Satyarthi. 
That's interesting, and that's pretty good at the age of 17. She also got a chance to meet President Obama and the First Lady in the White House, and she came to Canada to meet Justin Trudeau. Wow, she's lucky. I know, right? In March 29, 2018, Malala returns to Pakistan for the first time since she was attacked by the Taliban. Oh, then she must have missed her friends a lot then. That must be around five to six years that she wasn't at Pakistan. Yep, and in the United Nations, July 12 is now called World Malala Day. Fun fact, I also share a birthday with her. You do? That's really cool that you share a birthday with this, this amazing person. What about a movie? Malala made a movie called He Named Me Malala in 2015. This movie is basically about what we were talking about, and she was starring in the movie. That's cool. Okay, this is the last question. Sure. What's your opinion on Malala? Malala's history is important to our society because most girls, around 70 million, and more than half of that 70 million are girls without education. Girls deserve education, and people like the Telbins are not letting girls study or go to school. I feel that Malala knows that millions of girls don't have education, and she still wants girls to study. Girls should have rights in anything, not just studies, but in everything. Some of Malala's contributions is when she spoke up to President Obama in International Girl Day. She gave Saren refugees a reassuring hand. She helped kids who live in poor lands by giving them a helping hand, too. She gave them an educational tools like pencils, calculators, papers, and more. In 2015, she and Emma Watson hanged out and discussed about feminists. She's so lucky that she hanged out with the Harry Potter character. But all what you said are true. Girls should have education, and not just education, but rights in everything. Thank you for coming again, Patika. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right, folks, that's all for today about the amazing Malala Yusha's five and her dream. Thank you for listening to Spill the Ginger Tea with your host, Rachitra. And remember, it's okay to spill the tea. Bye!